Ladies and gents, jazz up your New Year's Eve with the renowned Jeff Hamilton Organ Trio. Swing in the New Year at the Lincoln Theater with an unforgettable evening of soulful Hammond B3 organ sounds by Akiko, Saruga, and dynamic guitar work by Steve Kolbachek, led by renowned drummer Jeff Hamilton. This trio is a powerhouse of talent that will get you moving and grooving into 2024 with style. Join us December 29th at the Lincoln Theater. Visit jazzartsgroup.org for tickets and information. Peace, peace, everyone. It's your girl, Sequoia Blue. We're back in here with another episode. And today we have a special guest, Ann Hintz. How are you doing today? Thanks for coming on. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I love talking about this stuff. Yes, it's so interesting. So I want to start off with like your journey. Before I get into a question, what's your journey into how you created your own technique to uh, get rid of trauma and physical ailments? Okay. Well, um, yeah, I had a lot of trauma in childhood. I mean, most of us do, <laughs> not necessarily worse than anyone else. But um, you know, some of the early things where I was born with my right foot up against my right shin. So the first six weeks of my life was spent with the physical therapy, and then I was given away for a job adoption into a family that had an adopted boy already, and they had adopted another little girl. And back then in England, the birth mother had six months to change her mind, and she changed her mind at six months. So my family then lost this little girl that they had had, and I was the replacement into this family who had just kind of had a tragedy that they had lost this girl that they had looked after for six months. So those were early subconscious traumas, right? I wasn't really aware of them, but I know they affected me in my life. And then, you know, I lived in multiple countries. By the time I was 16, I'd actually lived in five countries on four different continents. But because of that, we actually were sent to boarding school. So at age nine, when we lived in Hong Kong, I was sent to boarding school in England and I was sent to a boys boarding school. I was the first girl boarder at a boys boarding school, which, you know, someone said to me the other day, well, that could be fun. <laughs> but no, it wasn't fun. Yeah. I was I was teased oh. mercilessly for two years. Oh, so it was not a good thing. Gosh. And then I went to a girl yeah. boarding school. <laughs> so kind of had yeah. the girl experience. <laughs> yeah. So then in my teenage years, which I wasn't actually told I was adopted till the age of 13, um, but in those teenage years, both my parents became alcoholic. They drank a lot always, but but they just drank more and more during this time frame. So life at home on vacations was pretty much hell. And um, couldn't trust anyone. My dad had anger issues. So I kind of, I, I shrank into myself. I almost stopped talking. It wasn't worth saying anything because I was always wrong. My dad was always right. So... Um, oh yeah that happened it's okay I mean another it's all just a story now and then when I was 19 I woke up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom so that was kind of Mm. a big trauma kind of disintegrated our family at that point and we didn't talk about it we we really never talked about any of these things I didn't know that I didn't even know what therapy was so you know I just kept on going with life and you know I had all this inside wow. of me, but I didn't really realize it was affecting me until I was in my late 30s. And by then I had two young boys at home. I was a stay-at-home mother. And I had kind of a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at school. And they were kind of authority figures to me. They were very strong-willed, confident people, which kind of reminded me of my dad. 
And they thought I had done something wrong. I didn't think I'd done anything wrong, but it went, my mind went around and around in circles, replaying what had happened over and over and over again for days. And I couldn't sleep. And it was this point that I actually realized that, oh, well, maybe there's something from my childhood that I haven't looked at that's affecting me. <laughs> so that was like yeah. the first inkling that I needed to do something. Wow. That's amazing, man. That's an amazing story of courage and, and finding a way to change your situation. That's what we all aim for. Yeah, well, uh, well I didn't really know well, at that point. I didn't really know there was anything different. I had to I had to get to a point where I just got so low that something had to change. And I was determined. Yeah, that's usually that's usually how it starts. It's like you get to that point where it's like, okay, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, where where can I pinpoint the root cause of this issue? So that's 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 amazing start. Um, so I want to start with the first question. Um, you you so it says you have a slightly different way of thinking about law of attraction. I'm a big law of attraction person. I've read The Secret. I. I, I believe in it a lot. Uh, there's some things I learned about it that I, I said, well, this doesn't work really. And I have to do, you know, action to make things happen. I can't just wait for things to happen. Like what, what, what is your view? Like your, your different view? Well, I don't think of it in terms of manifestation, right? I'm not trying to change anything, not trying to create something in my life. What I realized is that it is working all the time, right? Every second of every day, not when we just want to create something, it's, it's working all the time. So every second of every day, we are emitting a signal and we're attracting back into our future based on the signal. So everything we have around us now is a result of the signal that we've had inside of us. So if I want something to change, what I need to do is change my signal. And you know, the signal is everything about us. It's our, it's our gender, it's our size, it's our height, it's our hair, it's our clothes. Everything about us is part of our signal. But what I realized through my journey is that the biggest part of that signal is the tension that we hold inside of us from our past. And it's a big part of that signal. And we can talk about that later towards the end of my journey. And so I would ask myself during the day over the years, it's like, well, how am I feeling right now? Because it's the feeling complex that we're actually emitting. That's the signal we're going to get that back. So how am I feeling right now? And if I'm not feeling good right now, I need to change my signal right now because that is going to change my future. So then how do yes. I change my signal right now? That is the key, right? So, <laughs> so I'll just continue a little bit more with my story at this point. So around this time, I actually had a doctor's appointment. And my doctor recognized that I was more stressed than I should be. And he asked me what my stress level was on a 0 through 10. And it was an 8. And then he asked me why. And that's when I knew it was from finding my mother, which is now two decades prior to this, because the tears from the event were still just under the surface. Right? So I was using a lot of energy to suppress all those feelings that I had never allowed to express. So he used this technique with me. It's called EFT, which is short for Emotional Freedom Technique. It's also called tapping. And he used it with me for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that appointment being able to tell the story of her death in my mind without the emotions there. And it felt liberating. It was so amazing to me. So I went home and I, I learned how to use the technique. It's really easy to use. It was given away free to, um, to the world when this person developed it. 
And around that time frame, like in the next day or two, we actually had a 17-year-old cat that needed to have daily saline shots. And the first time I gave him a shot, my hand was shaking so much. I was so afraid of giving him this shot. So I, I actually knew I needed to do something different because I was not going to be able to do it every day. So I thought, well, this is a great test case for this technique. So I tapped about my fear of giving him the shot, my fear of hurting him, and my history around shots, injections, because I'd had so many from all these different countries I lived in. And the next day, when I gave him the shot, the needle just slid right in, and my hand was totally calm. All that fear and stress had gone. So that's when I realized how powerful this technique was. Oh, man. I think I've heard of EFT and it really is a powerful technique. It's like you're, you're tapping away your fears, getting out of your feelings, staying out of your feelings and, and those fears. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's when I realized I, I definitely it's, it it's a deceptively powerful technique, right? It doesn't look like it's doing much. But for me, yeah. that, that experience with the shots just showed me. It's like, oh boy, yes, this is going to do something. Because I wanted, I wanted permanent change. I didn't want something that I had to do every day yeah. just to get to the same place. Yeah. I wanted my whole being to change. And this was a technique that started that process. Wow. I mean, I definitely think people should look into this. I would say to them, I'm like, hey, y'all need to look into that because it's definitely an important thing. I watched a video on it like a few years ago and I was like, wow, people are really changing from this technique. And that's that's definitely um, that's definitely needed. Yeah. yeah. So I started using um, it every day. I started asking, you know, noticing. That's the first part is actually noticing when we get emotional because we kind of get caught yes. up in it. So I actually had to be able to catch myself in that moment of getting emotional and then tap it out just to let go of that stored energy. And I, so what's the way? What's, and that's a good and that's a good uh, segue, because like, how can someone just tap into like how can because a lot of people don't know how to tap into their own issues, like tap into themselves and get that insight. It's like it's it's hard for a lot of people to just see that there is an issue there. Like they know okay, I'm scared of this, or I'm scared, you know, I have this, this issue, but like a lot of people don't know how to tap into themselves. Right. And, and I know? didn't either, I, right. It was a whole process of becoming yeah. aware. And so maybe at the beginning you can only do it once or twice a day, just notice it. Right. But the key to know, I guess, is that emotions, any emotions, but you know, we're working on the negative ones here. The negative emotions are just stuck energy. And they can, it can disappear. So fears can disappear, right? And we all have a lot of fears these days, right? Anger can disappear if we just allow it to. So we can tap on all of those things. And and I found my mind becoming quiet and I wanted more. So I wrote down every emotional memory I could think of from my childhood, several pages of them. And I tapped through them one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. Now I was determined, <laughs> so... Uh, you know, that's a lot of time, but I actually found my mind becoming quiet, which was my goal. Inner peace was my goal. And I remember opening my kitchen door one day and saying to myself, it feels like I'm living in a different reality because those words that used to replay in my mind, you know, the ones I would criticize myself with or judge other people, I realized they were gone. And that's when I realized they'd been my dad's words that I had programmed into myself in childhood and I would just replay them. I didn't know I was doing it until they were gone. 
but it shows how you can actually change the mind, that busy mind that many of us have. It doesn't have to be that way and it can change. Yes, I love this, man. Uh, this is some great information here because I've always told people you can change your mind. Your mind is so powerful that there's so much you can do that you can you can reprogram your whole subconscious. So even in your dreams and stuff and, you know, because sometimes we have subconscious fears too. like on the, the conscious, we have like, OK, we, I got this. I'm strong. But then the subconscious at night, it seeps in. Right. And we got to we got to reprogram both. We can't just be conscious. We have but, to be, but the, we have to fix the But the thing about this journey is it's actually been finding that subconscious, right? If we can grab hold, if we can find out what our subconscious is saying, those words, that's what we want to tap on. Because we're not actually yes. trying to reprogram because that, that's, I think of that as more of the positive thinking and didn't work for me because I, I, I realized when we do that, we're actually suppressing what we're actually feeling. And if we can grab hold of what we're actually feeling and allow that, which is what the tapping does, it's just kind of allowing whatever it is we're thinking or feeling to be, and it's allowing the energy behind it to express, to leave the body. Yeah? So... So we don't actually, I don't believe we actually have to reprogram. We just need to find the negative words. And then the positive the is under there. It's underneath. It actually, it actually arises. Like when I, the first time I had a new thought that I'd never thought before was just amazing. It's because I'd let go of the negative and it allowed new thoughts to come in. And until it happens, mm. you kind of, I, I never believed it. <laughs> <laughs> but but it does happen and it's amazing when it does wow i love this because this kind of gives me more clarity into to, to my journey as well just getting through that uh when it when it comes i think for me the fear issue because of you know trauma in the past and it's like just saying okay this is this piece is here you write it down and then you go and, and tackle that particular trauma at a time and that's how you that's how you feel like is the, the the technique that people should go when it comes to that type of trauma. Right. Well, that's what really jump started my journey. Is, is yeah. Doing that to start. Yeah. 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 We're only on step one of my journey so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's an ongoing thing, you know, and I think that it's almost like every day you you, you, you start it every day. You do a piece with it. Like, I think people think, oh, I did this, I'm done now. I already saw the therapist, I'm done. I already did this technique, I'm done. No, it's every day. Right, there's, I love there's it. so much deeper we can go and we are so powerful once we actually do this work. Yes. Yeah, um, and then, so what, what do you, because I, I did want to talk about meditation too. So when it comes to meditation, I know there's like so many different topics on meditation because I feel like some people are like, okay, you have to just sit and be quiet and, try to bring out all the noise but is it really helping if you're not I guess you could say um tapping into anything like is it does meditation really help everyone well, when it comes yeah to I think of this through the law of attraction again right so whatever signal we're emitting is what we're attracting back to us so from that perspective meditation is good right because we're actually putting ourselves in a peaceful place and then that is our signal in the moment and we're attracting that back to us what I wanted to do is change my base signals. I wanted to go deeper than that. And there are, I think, some forms of meditation that do that. So when I 
when I was doing my tapping, I was actually in a group, a book group, and we were we were studying a course in miracles, but that's kind of irrelevant. The guy in the group, the, the kind of leader of the group, would say every week, it's not you don't have to meditate. It's all about feeling your feelings. So I actually liked that because I didn't want to meditate. Um, to me, that felt like doing the same thing and not really making a lot of progress because I know people who've been meditating for 20 years and they still have a really busy mind. I was after something faster than that. <laughs> so at the beginning, that I was in this group when I started tapping. So I kept tapping and I didn't know at the beginning, I didn't know how I felt. I didn't know what my feelings were, but I realized that EFT is actually opening up the subconscious mind. It actually is deepening the awareness. So I started to become aware of my emotions And then at a deeper level, I became aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, right? So every call, we call emotions words, right? We all use sadness or anger or frustration. But what we're describing is a set of physical sensations that we're feeling. And then we dissociate from those physical sensations and just use the word. This is reversing that process and the expanding the awareness into the body. So once I was aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, so perhaps with frustration, I normally feel frustration like in my solar plexus, my abdomen. Once I was aware of that, then I could do what he said, which was, it's all about feeling your feelings. But how do you do that, right? It sounds so obvious. <clears throat> it's not as easy as you might think it is. I, I, I didn't know how to do it. And what I realized I needed to do, and I would do this while I was standing at the kitchen sink doing the dishes, I'd catch myself feeling or thinking some thought that was emotional. And then I thought, okay, how do I feel these feelings, right? I can feel them in my body. I know where they are. So it would be tension in the solar plexus or the, the stomach area. But to, to feel those feelings, I found I had to stay still like a statue. I actually had to stop breathing. So I'd find where that tension was, put my awareness on it, and then stop breathing right there. I wouldn't take a deep breath. I'd just stop right there and then keep my focused attention on that feeling in my solar plexus for long enough that there would be a shift so either I'd need to take a deep breath or I would feel a release of that tension and then I would do the era of automotive advances with the all-electric Polestar 2 now with faster charging improved EPA estimated range of up to 320 miles and advanced safety technology it's time you move up to Polestar 2 what are you waiting for Polestar 2 experience awe-inspiring performance combined with luxury design as standard the time is now the all-electric Polestar 2 to learn more book a test drive and order today at polestarcolumbus.com Polestar 2 it's time has Come. While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn, light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org slash give. The same thing again. I would bring up the, the thought again, feel it, let the tension go, and I'd do it again and again until the tension had released, which is kind of what we do on EFT on the outside. We're, we're tapping about some emotion or some memory, but we do it again and again until the emotion has, the charge behind it has dissipated. So now we're working at a deeper level of awareness. 
Dang, that's amazing. I like that because it, I start I just thought about that. Like when I have a anger coming or a fear or something, it goes into my stomach. And then I'm just like, you know, and I and I don't really know, you know, I didn't use a technique or nothing. It's just like me just trying to calm down. But that's a better way to do it because you're saying, okay, I'm going to eliminate you at this time. And just <laughs> right. Now we're not trying, we're not, we're not trying to eliminate it. We're trying to accept it. We're actually trying to feel it because it is just stuck energy in the body. And once it's accepted, so I would actually talk to, I would talk to this feeling, this sensations in my stomach or whatever, solar plexus. And I would talk to it. It's like, okay, I can feel you right there. I can feel this tension right there. It's okay. I just want to feel you. Because it would want to squirm away because I'd suppressed it for so long. So if I did anything, if I moved, if I took a breath, I couldn't, I'd lose it. So that's why I'd come to it again and again and talk to it. And I'm just accepting it because that's all it wants. It wants to be accepted and then it will release. Now in the back of our mind, we know we want it to be gone. (laughs) That's why we're doing this. Yeah, we want it to be, but it's not going to happen. Right. We're not telling it to go away. We're just accepting it. And then it will shift. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, this is a deeper level of awareness. And it was actually during this period of time. So instead of tapping at night, I would actually lay on the sofa and I would bring collective traumas to mind. So I would like think about 9-11, my memories of 9-11 and feel all those sensations in my body, hold my awareness on it, let it go and do it again and again with all the collective traumas that many of us have had. And it was actually during this time frame that I could actually recognize that I could keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had released, which was really weird. Never heard of anyone else talking about this before. Um, to me, this is the beginning of insight. And so what I would do, uh, well, actually, let me explain it a little bit more. The only way I can explain it is imagine you have a toothache or a stomach ache. You can pinpoint with your mind where that ache's coming from, you know. But once the ache is gone, you can't put your awareness back on the inside where it's coming from. And I found that I could could keep my awareness inside. So I would just move my awareness around. I'd kind of play with it. I'd move my awareness around inside. It's like, okay, what can I feel? What can I sense? And I noticed I could sense tension or no tension. So I would move around to find some tension. And then I would do the same thing. I'd hold my awareness on it, accept it and there would be a shift. And then I'd do it again and again. So now I'm doing the same thing that I was doing with EFT and with feeling of feelings, but at a deeper level inside the body. And at some point, it took me months. I can't remember how many months, but it took me months to actually be able to put my awareness inside my head and my face. And once I could put my awareness inside my head and my face, there was so much tension in there and pain in there that I had lived 50 years without knowing about. But that's what solidified, you know, the understanding of the law of attraction and realizing how much tension we store inside and how that affects us. But we don't know about it. So I had to work Mm. on this tension little by little by little. And there was a point where I actually had released so much tension that I heard something release inside. I heard and felt it. And it felt and sounded like old fabric ripping. And I didn't know what it was. It was a little scary the first time, you know, am I damaging myself? But it was just the next step on the journey. I'm just releasing tension so it can't be anything bad. 
But I did research it and that's when I realized it was the connective tissue that I'm sensing inside of. And it was a, a connective tissue bond that was releasing. So I would just do this over and over again. And at some point I could actually feel the bones in my skull relaxing into a more aligned position. And that's why it was great last year that I got those x-rays taken. I have comparison ones from 2013. And to see the physical changes, right? my eye sockets have aligned and I didn't even know those yeah. bones would move. And my jaw, wow. which was way off to the side, is now more centered. And my neck, I've had scoliosis since birth, I think because of that foot being up against my shin when I was born. My whole body's been twisted, talked, and it's straightening up now. And I have grown half an inch, which is kind of cool as a 55-year-old. <laughs> Wow, you <laughs> But it's all, it's alignment. I do, you know, we talk about that word alignment yeah. quite a lot, right? Yes, right. we do. And I didn't even know you could get to the level of physical alignment. So, mm, right, so, I, that's a yeah, one. so I'm at a very deep level. Now I'm changing the bones. I can put my awareness inside my bones, my cheekbones, inside my palate, inside the roots of my teeth and release tension at that deep level. So I know how powerful we are now <laughs> that I didn't know before, which is why I'm sharing this story, yeah. because we can all do this. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that they can change that, you know, change the their inside as well as their, their emotions with just EFT techniques. And I think that and where could like people, if somebody wants to get e ETF techniques, where would they go to actually get that information and get the therapy? Yeah. And, they just there Google it? Oh, there's or... thousands and thousands of videos online. Yeah, just to be be aware that a lot of the people now have gone more to the positive side. But the power in EFT is in the negative, right? It's it's accepting the negative yeah. and letting it go. And because I can sense on the inside now, right? So I can sense... Uh, tension and no tension but once the tension has gone I can see that it was darkness and it is light now so all we need to do mm -hmm. is find the darkness find the tension or the negative and let it go and underneath is the positive it's already there we don't need to do anything yeah. about it yeah so when you're looking for EFT yeah. videos the person who developed it his name is Gary Craig C-R-A-I-G and he has videos online. I have a video on my YouTube channel and I link his videos in the, the notes for my video. So you can always look there too. Oh, awesome. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be following you on YouTube and stuff. I watch one of your videos and it's definitely enlightening. <laughs> definitely. Um, I wanted to ask you too about like money. So do you feel like some of these traumas and our fears you know, not tapping in, is it blocking people from getting financially successful? Absolutely, yes, because we're not emitting a pure yeah. signal, right? We're, we're, there's some subconscious memories or some conscious programming inside of us that is resisting it. Yeah, so we can find those, right? People can work on money. I actually have a chapter in my book for people who want to try and manifest something, right? And I ask all the questions that hopefully will bring up all that resistance. And then you can tap out that because if we want something, we have resistance to where we are now because we're not happy with our current position. And we have resistance to what we want because otherwise we would have it. So we want to pull up all yeah. the resistance for both of those and let that go. And then the energy can flow. Yes. 
Yes, I totally and see that's what I try to tell people because sometimes not just I mean, yeah, you wanna make sure you have the right job, you wanna get the right skill sets or have the right business, but I do feel like it starts with your your inner inner work. You have to do the inner work first. So when you do get the money, you can keep the money and, and things can you can be happier and at more at peace, you know, versus just jumping in and, and not doing that inner yeah. work. Um so do you so do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Like this is a big thing for me because sometimes I say, okay, this happened for a reason. I didn't get that job, happened for a reason. I didn't the relationship didn't work out, happened for a reason. But do you think that we are control of our, you know, we're in control, or do you feel like, hey, sometimes it just just happens? <laughs> I go it back to the I go reason. back to the law of attraction. I know, yep. I see it so much more clearly now than I did years ago that we we just we replay our past. We replay our programming from childhood. And it's not the actual events that we're replaying, it's the feeling complex, right? We have that signal inside of us. We emit that signal and we attract the same feeling complex back into us. So for an example like that, right? If you didn't get a job that you wanted, there's a feeling of disappointment, right? That feeling will be a familiar feeling, probably some, some event in childhood that you've not let go the emotions from. So that's why going through childhood and letting go of all the traumas that you can think of actually changes so much of your signal. So then it changes your future. So, yes, I do believe that everything happens for a reason. I think and it's, it's not I know there's some things online where people say um, that there's something we're supposed to learn from it. I don't think there is. I think we just need to let go of the feelings of the emotions because that changes us. And there was somewhere else I was going with that, but it's just flown right out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I do it sometimes too. I'm like, dang, I was supposed to ask this, and then I, I forget something. I'm like, dang it. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that um, that makes sense though, because um, if if you if things happen for a reason, and and I feel like with I guess you could say with a job or anything like that, if you if, if there's some type of trauma, because usually like if you don't have that trauma of insecurities. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to get another job. Like, I feel like that's that's how I feel. Instead of being upset and the torn apart, and then you can't even focus on getting something better. So right, I like that. Yeah, I, I like did that. think about what I was going to say. And it was more about, you know, what's happening right now, right in our world. All these things are yes. coming up because we're clearing out things on a deeper level, right? So these these mm. things, you know, we were programmed in childhood. We read 1984, a lot of us, we watched movies we learned in school about world war ii world war one and we stored all those emotions inside of us because in school you know they don't teach you to just feel those emotions and let them pass through right we, we don't know we don't yeah. talk about those feelings as we're learning those things so we store them inside of us that's part of our signal so we're just replaying that now so our job right now is to feel those feelings and to let them go not to get caught up in them but to recognize yeah. it's just being, up, being brought up now for us to look at and let go. I love it. I love it. So I want to I want to also talk about your book. Like what um, what led you to write this book and like uh, where can people purchase it? And, and, you know, what are your favorite chapters? Sure. I wrote this book after I became comfortable with looking inside because I was concerned that I would move food too far beyond then and forget all the intricacies of the journey that I had been through. So I talk about the law of attraction, about how I believe we're programmed in childhood. 
and just how that works throughout our life. And then I talk about all the steps that I went through. So detailed chapter about EFT and then feeling your feelings and then the beginning of insight, which is, I believe, the opening of the inner eye, the third eye. And yeah, I've got a chapter in there. Yes, I have a I say that the third eye is a ooh, that's another topic I'd love to dwell a bit more into. That's something else there. <laughs> that's what this is. I, I mean, I have no doubt. I'm looking from inside my head. I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the connective tissue from the middle of my head. So I, I know that that's the case. That's why the book is called The Pathway to Insights. I prefer inner eye. I prefer the term inner eye than third eye because I'm actually looking inside the body, right? It's inward sight. So it makes more sense to me. Um, I, I have one chapter in my book that's um, questions. That's an interview with me with questions that um, I wanted to explain. That was my fun part in the book. <laughs> um, and yes, it's, it's available on Amazon um, or you can ask your local bookstore to order it. Awesome. I'm definitely going to get your book um, because I definitely read books like that all the time. Eckhart Tolle, uh, just all types of books on tapping in and stuff. And I'm, all, I'm always learning something new because everybody has a different method, different way. And you just take it and you, you build your own your own creation of what you believe in. I just love it. Um, so before we like before we wrap it up, I just want to uh, ask you, what's the quote that you that you live by or saying that you live by? Yeah, I actually don't have one anymore. You know, I did along my journey. I did have ones that, that I, I use. But right now, what I ask myself is, how am I feeling right now? Because to me, that's the most important thing. How am I feeling right now? And if it's if I can feel anything, then my job is to let it go. And I know that nothing else is going to help me more than that. I like that. I like that. And then, um, oh, you know what? I got one more question. So um, the, the the penile gland, the third eye, can you explain to the audience what that means? Because I think some people think it means double or evil or can, you know, can you tell them that what it means so they can understand that? When they see celebrities and stuff, you know, you see a celebrity to take a picture of one eye or they're doing, you know, the, the triangle. And people are like, oh my God, they're double worshipers, but it's not about it's not that right it's yeah it's not that i mean the pineal gland everyone has a pineal gland <laughs> i believe it's where yeah. the soul incarnates through it comes into the body through the pineal gland and um yeah, yeah it's, it's just a gland in the body and but you can right you can i mean i believe this work opens it up so that you can yes. see that I can see inside my body, right? So I have a depth of awareness on the inside that I also then have on the outside, right? I know myself at a really deep level and I see those things on the outside. I can see how energy interplays as things that are happening um, on the outside. I can see a depth in other people. I can, can tell how deeply they're breathing. I can see where they're holding themselves tight because I can see that in myself, right? Mm-hmm. So an opening of the inner eye, you know, we read about all sorts of things in spiritual texts about the abilities. I can translate what they're saying into my experience and it doesn't sound as woo-woo to me. <laughs> I mean, when I read it sometimes, yes. it sounds kind of woo-woo. It's like, but it's just natural to me. It's just, okay, yeah, I can explain that. So, I love it. See, thank you. That's a great explanation because people, sometimes people, you know, go over, explain over the top and some people get scared. Like, oh my God, you know, because, you know, some people that grew up in a Christian home, they think that 
you know, other things are, are just are not are just evil. And it's not people. This is what's going on. This is how you can learn about your body. This is how you can tap in. So I appreciate you explaining it very well. That was awesome. Um, also, do you have a website or anything just in case someone wants to? I know you have a great YouTube. I'm going to add that in the, the show notes so everybody can go ahead and follow Ann Hens. Please follow her and support her mission. I definitely believe in what she's doing. And I am excited. I just feel good today just talking to her. I feel so invigorated. And I hope you all feel invigorated because this was one of the great interviews, one of the best interviews. Thank you. And <laughs> I do. I have a website. It's my name, annhints.com, A-N-N-H-I-N-C-E.com. And I have a public Facebook page that I love writing things on and happy to interact with anyone who wants to interact there. And I want to be spreading this word. So if anyone has any events that I can speak at, let me know because um, I love satisfying conversations like this. I am not doing, I'm doing it because I love it and I want to share the message. So um, multifaceted. I love it. And we're going to have Anne back on here one of these days. We're going to have her back on and we're going to go into some more deep conversations because there's so many layers that I still want to peel like different topics that I want to talk to you about and just educate the audience on so they can get more of an understanding of how all this works. And, you know, so I'm so grateful to have you on today and um, we'll see you again next time. And to everybody listening, thanks for listening. Please get tapped in, check out EFT techniques, do your research, you know, do what's best for you and just stay safe and stay blessed. Peace, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.